Arnold Palmer is the Masters champion of 1960. Expect anything different? It's just not a fair fight. No, it really isn't, Roger. I mean, that is phenomenal. Oh, it's not a cut. That's a slice. And it's a good one, too. Hello and welcome back, all you hookers and slices out there, to another episode of the Downswing Golf Podcast, presented by 4Champ. I am one of your hosts, Stay and Play Clay, and is with me, as always, is Nick the Stick. Nick, how you doing? Doing all right. Looks like better than you in some aspects and not as good in others. I heard, I just heard you had courses open around you. That's that's exciting. Yeah, it got, uh, got quite warm this weekend. In, yeah. the, in the Midwest in general. I was just going to say, that's it's all relative. Yeah, it uh, hit near 60 degrees oh. on Saturday. There were a couple courses that opened up for the day or, or weekend. Um, I did not go, but there were some open. Which is why it was, I'm doing better than you. Yeah. Uh, that, uh, sorry to hear about your wrist, man. Yeah, I don't know what's going on with it, but uh, it's uh, it's hurting, and I got a brace on it. So we'll we'll see if it uh, you know, just kind of fixes itself for the next two weeks here. I mean, ultimately, better to do it now because you just need right. to be better by the real season. I mean, right? I'm well, I'm trying to kick this in the butt like right now, hopefully. Yeah. So. Yeah, good thinking there. The uh, so yeah, I'm rooting for you. Well, thanks. Yeah. That makes two of us. <laughs> yeah, no, that's a bummer. But um, yeah, um, had some picks this weekend. Are the Arnold Palmer that that course? I mean, go Arnie. Even if you were playing well, I don't know if you and I would wanted to play there. That that course was looking pretty tough. No, I mean, I wouldn't have mind playing there. I just wouldn't have kept score, basically. And as yeah. long as like I got free balls as well, I'd play yeah. there. No problem. I'd have fun. Yeah, thought it was funny. Some of the guys, uh, player, the tour players, like we're talking about. You know, they they were looking for the USGA signs. They yeah. around because it was it was playing like a U.S. Open, like that tough. Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, it was it was kind of like the toughest test so far this year. Yeah, I actually don't mind it. I like. I mean, I know the players are all bitching about it, but I mean. You know, not every course can be out in the desert with no defense and just like a birdie barrage fest. Like, I mean, the I like it when there's a little bit of a challenge. Like, I don't want to see them, you know, struggle like this every week. But it feels like most round, most tournaments, you know, the winning score is anywhere from ten to twenty or maybe twenty-five. But um, you know, I don't mind seeing a little challenge every now and again. Yeah, and, and I don't, I don't think that's an unpopular opinion. I think a lot of people want to see these guys challenged. Um, players sure don't. I didn't, I didn't hear any I, player talking about how great it was. No, I mean, yeah, they were challenged for sure. And but I think, I think like Rory McIlroy kind of in his post tournament press conference, and we talked last episode about Rory <laughs> and and kind of being a bit of a spokesperson and. And really, yeah. like, kind of taking up that role and and being a, you know, he's a pretty, pretty thoughtful guy and and seems to say, 
the right things or, or things that you can understand why he's saying it. Um, yeah. But he mentioned in his post-tournament press conference that uh, the players don't really mind getting tested like this. Um, but considering where this tournament is on the schedule, being right in front of the players' championship, which, you know, is is getting larger and larger pretty much every year. Yeah. It's almost, it's basically like a, the fifth major. Yeah. You know, if, if the Arnold Palmer Invitational wants to keep getting big names, you know, might it might not be wise to, you know, be a more kind of U.S. Open type of, you know, test for these guys. Not saying it has to be, you know, a birdie fest or anything like that, but perhaps they, you know, went a little bit too far, you know, over the line this year than years past. Maybe they need to dial it back a little bit. But but that's also kind of, I mean, that's not an easy thing to do either, right? To, to yeah. kind of find the, the right the right line in the setup of the course because there's so many variables right over yeah. the over the course of the day you know wind speeds change you know greens dry out you know um you know weather just in general um it, it, it's a tough thing to do um we take it for granted and and the players take it for granted for sure but um yeah, it's tough to it's tough to say that this tournament, um, you know, can continue the way it is right now and and continue to have you know the the big name players wanting to play it at it, especially now that you know Arnie is unfortunately like passed away. There's not that draw, you know, to come and actually see him right um, and hang out with them a little bit. Uh, it still bears his name, but it's, you know, it's a little bit, a little bit different nowadays with that tournament. Yeah, I mean, it's been around for so long. I think it'll, I think it'll still have name recognition for quite. Oh a while. yeah, yeah, absolutely, but, for sure. But yeah, I mean, a hundred percent. Like the being backed up next to the players. Like I mean, the players. The the reason I just thought it was because the players has so much money now. I mean, the, the first prize is three and a half million. Yeah, it's a twenty million dollar purse. Twenty million dollar purse. Like I mean, I can totally understand why players would want to skip last week, which some of them did to go practice at the players um, and get ready for this. You know, this big huge purse. Um, and, and you know the, the the Arnold Palmer is like not small by any means, but um, you know, do they want to go? I guess get embarrassed and shoot eleven over. I mean, I mean, missing the, um, you know, that's not what they're used to. Um, but then again, like I also part of me thinks, from my perspective, you know, you go play a really tough course, and then you're you're gonna it's gonna make you like it's gonna I guess point out any weakness it's going to make you grind and 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 challenge you and then you go to any like literally almost any course out there the week after and it's going to feel quite a bit easier than what you just went through yeah i think it's it it maybe is the fact that it's like okay now i I have two two straight tough courses in you know the bay hill arnold palmer invitational and then TPC Sawgrass with the Players' Championship. Um, do you want 
two straight weeks of of a grind um when you're you know when you're looking at setting up your schedule as a player where you know for the u.s open you know where that's at you're like okay you know i i gotta prepare for that week but it's just one week um and i can schedule around it but if you want to play both arnie and and the players it's you, you gotta commit for hey i gotta i gotta bear down for not one but but two weeks here yeah it'll be interesting i mean you definitely have to listen to Rory. I mean, he's kind of signaling what he what he's look, considering and might do. And then, um, do other players follow? I mean, for could be lots of reasons. But um, yeah, going back to back with the players, it's kind of a it's almost a rough spot because I mean, traditionally, a lot of the majors, the 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 top fifty in the world, kind of take the week off prior and go and get ready and really try to focus and get to the course early and play extra practice rounds and yeah not have that grind the week before um i don't know do they need a cakewalk or something i don't i don't think they are necessarily asking for a cakewalk or anything like that but they just almost don't want to play the week before a major and if you if we just call this one the fifth major yeah are they gonna, just because of your placement next to the players? Is it going to start to become less right. know, desirable? Right, because because you know majors are especially for guys like Rory, people who value not necessarily the money because they've made enough of it, but want to be you know they want to cement themselves as their legacy. Yeah, they want to cement themselves as champions. You know, cement their legacy as a professional golfer. They're going to put a lot more effort, and everyone does, um, into the majors or the big events like the players. Um, and so yeah. extra preparation, you know, seeing the course and, and gearing up for it, trying to get your game ready for it. Um, it's just an extra level of focus to it where, you know, you don't want to just go out, um, you know, to a tournament like, Arnold Palmer Invitational and just lay an egg and embarrass yourself because you're not prepared for that. Because, I mean, none of these courses are set up easy. Like, they're all professionally set up, right? I mean, these guys are so good that they make, you know, these tournaments seem really easy. But they're not easy courses. Like, you still gotta still gotta play well. Like, yeah. So... 100%. You gotta be on your game. It's just, you know, you can get away with certain things at certain courses, certain setups, certain tournaments. Um, but you still gotta you still gotta be a professional golfer out there. Yeah, and there's I mean, we only see the best players in the world at their best, you know. I mean, week in and week out. I mean, there's a reason different players step up every week. It's just it's just a matter of getting hot and riding, you know, some momentum for that one week at a time, unless you're Scotty Scheffler and you're having, you know, the best month of your life for the best, you know, three weeks of your life and you're just you just won two of the last three and Yeah, top top ten, six of his last nine too. Yeah, he's, he's on he's on quite the roll. Yeah. He's really he's uh, he's gonna have a big year, I think, obviously with this confidence building Seems up this. Like and, Seems yeah. like it. He uh yeah, ever since basically ever since the Ryder Cup. You know, he got that the big confidence boost kicking John Rahm's butt. And he's yeah. just kind of taking that momentum into this year, and he's kicking kicking everyone's butt now. 
Yeah, I mean, I would even argue like the last, I mean, he really just jumped on the scene within the last two years. I, I feel like since like the COVID year 2020, like mm-hmm. I saw he was on some leaderboards, you know, multiple times in some, even in some majors. And then just, I mean, I, I know I had picked him here on our podcast to, to do well a few times, you know, I just, he was trending, you know, he just consistently had been trending and having multiple good finishes. Um, couldn't get the win until recently, but now the floodgate floodgates are off. And he's seems like he's sky's the limit right now for this season, you know. And then, you know, as any good player like you know any Jordan, Ricky, I mean, it's gonna it's always hard to stay on top. So yeah, you know, a time will be the ultimate test. I mean, it's easy for us to sit here and say he's going to be the next whoever, you know, Dustin. But I mean, he's he's that's that's hard. That's gonna it's gonna take being at the top of your game for many years. Yeah, I mean, everyone, a lot of players have good stretches of play, or a lot of you know top players they have good stretches of play. You know, a couple weeks, a couple months, a season. Um, you know, but the the top you know top tier golfers on the PGA Tour. Or in the world rankings, I mean, they're doing a year after year for a decade. Yeah, or more, or better part of a decade. Yeah, I mean, yeah, because it, it, to me, it's always like once you get twenty million in your pocket, like, where's your motivation? Like, right, and that's where it switches. You know, you start having a family, you start get having all these commitments from sponsors. Yeah, like, how much are you going to practice? I mean, you gotta. You gotta bear down. You gotta find a way. It, it it tests how much you love golf. I would say, because yeah. there's like you said, there's there's so many other things that come up that require your time and your time, right? How how well are you, or how good are you at, yeah, delegating things and you know prioritizing prioritizing your time. Um, and obviously having a team helps, you know, having managers, having, you know, all the, all the types of people who, who help these Support professionals and raise the kids. <laughs> right. Um, but with, with all those things, you still gotta, you still gotta be able to say, okay, I still need to focus on getting better or, or keeping my game at a top form because none of these things are permanent. Right. You know, we've mentioned it so often, just how many great young players there are in the ranks right now. And if you're not, if you're not like keeping your game up to par, these these young whippersnappers are gonna come and take it from you. Yeah, they're, the they're one that so comes good. to my mind right away is just Ricky. Like, yeah, he won the players. Uh, you know, six years ago or whatever, and they're like he's not playing in it this year. No. Like he, his exemption has worn off. He's a hundred and something in the world. He only yeah. he's only he's only playing in one major this year. Um, he's only, well currently invited to, um, and he you know he had he was he he was top five in all four majors in twenty fourteen. Yeah. Um, I mean, there's there's a reason I know. Last couple of years, it seems like you know why why is it this way? But there's a reason why he you know has 
the sponsorship deals and you see him everywhere um, even today it's because of what he did and he's still such a you know recognizable name yeah he's a he's a great face for the great game. face uh, great from all accounts a great person um, and but he's not as much of a contender anymore not anymore I mean there's still hope at least for me that I know, get back I know. to it. And I don't, I'm not meaning to just poke at you. No, no, no. I, He's I, just one that comes to mind. He had all the talent in the world, and he never really fulfilled the potential that like a lot of us thought he would. Yeah, I mean, that's. I mean, he's a great example for sure, absolutely. Because uh, especially with how how often he has competed uh, and contended in majors, especially you know 2014 there. Uh, you know, for him not to actually have a major is pretty crazy. Like, we we all expected him to have at least one major by now. For sure. He had the talent. He, you know, he, he was doing well. It just, but it just didn't happen for whatever reason. Yeah, he had a lot of good finishes and just, yeah, couldn't close the door on it. Yeah, I mean, there's even those tournaments, like, there's a couple of years at the Waste Management where he had the leads and he, he blew the leads there. I mean, he eventually ended up winning the Phoenix Open uh, one of those years, yeah. but but it was, like, almost kind of a story of his career that, you know, he's getting so close, but he just can't quite get it done, at least kind of in the big-time big, big time tournaments. Um, and there's, and there, to be fair, like, I mean... There is a ton of players that have that ultimately get a lot of second places, and you have you oh, have yeah. to take you have to take your lumps and and your losses, and then like push past that. Yeah, I mean, even guy like uh, I mean, guy like Phil Mickelson. I know he's kind of uh, down in the dumps a little bit right now. He's kind of been the punching bag yeah. for f- f- Phil fair you know, fair reasons. Prior to last year, but um, but like. U.S. Open, you know, he took second place. He was runner-up so many times, just could not get over the hump to get a U.S. Open championship and, and complete the career Grand Slam. Even a guy like Phil, you know, couldn't find a way to get it done. It's really tough to win on tour. And, you know, you can be a really, really good player. You know, Ricky Fowler is one of those players, or he was. Um, and just... It just doesn't happen for you. It doesn't work out. There's other players that just, you know, have great weeks or whatever and just leapfrog you for those particular tournaments. Yeah, you can play amazing and lose. Yeah. And that's why it's it's always so impressive to see the guys like Dustin Johnson and, you know, Jordan Spieth, you know, back when he was kind of just winning everything those two two years or, or so. Um you know when they're just consistently winning tournaments and you know Scotty Scheffler right now recently you know two of his last three starts like that's like super impressive think about Tiger Woods legacy and his career winning percentage is just off the charts ridiculous you know his 82 career wins his 15 majors like it's just it's nuts that's why he's Tiger Woods yeah I mean easily the greatest uh, well one of the one of the two three greatest of all time but yeah um, 
now yeah the longevity of the guys like dustin and i even think of jordan like how he he was on top of the world and then he kind of went the other direction you know maybe after that masters and you know he he yeah. had some tough losses but then he kind of fell off the the radar for a couple of years but then he recently just brought it back and so i, I give a lot of credit to somebody i mean because you know over a career you're gonna have you know peaks and valleys yeah um and and we saw that with tiger woods right i mean he <laughs> He, he's yeah, had some pretty. He was on peak for a long time. He was on peak for a very long time, but he also, you know, had some pretty low lows. <laughs> he had some big valleys, uh, you know, towards kind of the latter half of his career. Yeah. Um, and even even in a season like 2013, where he won, I believe, like five events that year, he didn't win a major. You know, it. He didn't win a major from between. The U.S. Open in 2008 to the Masters in 2019, right? Like 11 year span. Even though, yeah. you know, at least early in that time frame, he was still winning a bunch of events. Yeah, it's tough, sure. especially when you have injuries, like he had. But yeah, it it's uh, it'll be interesting to see if Scotty Scheffler can or how long he can continue this not only for this year but you know the next couple of years here if he's going to be you know putting himself up with the big boys and saying hey I'm one of the elites in this this tour or is this going to be more of like a maybe a one year wonder for him yeah the equivalent of the one-hit wonder in golf, you know, you get one good season where you know you just it all comes together, and you know you get your money, and then there's nothing wrong with it, nothing bad with that. A lot of well, people would that, kill for that. It's not that, yeah, it's not that they don't want future success. It's just that, like, I mean, I mean, bottom line is you got to continue to work hard, like you, you know, like, like you can't let the money and the celebrity get to you. And then two, I mean, even if you work hard, there's still no guarantees. Right. Right. You you could you could ultimately, you know, again, you can play great and lose. I mean, and just you don't know what that future is going to hold. And um, but you know, he's in, he's on top of the world at, at the golf world at the moment. I mean, he's going to be projected pretty high in all the majors this year. You know, first person to get to two wins this season and. Yeah. Um, but he's been doing it for two years now, um, ish. So it's not like he just came out absolute nowhere. Um, right. But yeah, well, um, I don't know. Did we, I mean, real quickly, we can touch on our, I don't even think we went over our picks. Uh, it was not a sweep. It was close. No, I, uh, um, it didn't help that. Uh, my my big name pick <laughs> didn't even play. Yeah, it, it didn't help. Um, J- I picked Jason Day, and he was going to play, but unfortunately, uh, Thursday morning he or or late Wednesday, um, he he withdrew because uh, his his mom passed away. So that was unfortunate circumstances. Yeah. But um, thoughts and prayers go out to the days. Yep. So so Nick Nick won that one by default. Yeah, that doesn't even really count as a win. 
but I'll take it. But I'll take it. You'll take it. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And then you came back with your dark horse Leishman. Yeah, neither of our dark horses really did well. (laughs) Edged out. Well, I mean, it's all relative. That's true. That's true. It was a tough tournament. They got 68th and 72nd. I mean, they made the cut. (laughs) They did make the cut. It was Uh, a hard week. Yeah. I, I sent you that video. For those that don't know, just go out and watch YouTube. Uh, Arnold Palmer, like, worst shots or why Arnold Palmer was so hard. And you will see shots that make you feel a lot better about yeah. your own mishits because – Golf is hard. Yeah. These guys get paid money, and they were, you know, they were looked like aiming for the lake half the time. Like, it just – yeah. There was a lot of splashes. One guy just straight up duffed his wood into into the lake. I was like, well, if he can do it, I might as well turn pro. Yeah, I can do that. I can do that. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's, you know, those videos are, I always like to see those videos because when you watch the broadcast, they're always showing, like, the the leaders, right? And they're all playing good golf, and they're hitting a lot of good shots. And then you might see, you know some bad shots here and there but overall they're, they're showing the leaders they're showing the guys who are playing well that weekend or that tournament yeah, that are in peak form they're not showing the oh, guys then they'll, cut, then they'll cut away to some random person dylan fratelli <laughs> making making a 40-foot eagle but right. they never cut they never cut away to the guy that just duffed it in the lake yeah oh look what just happened what where's this guy oh he's he's plus 10 he must have made this shot <laughs> But yeah, so yeah, they they're not showing like, you know, the guys who are playing early in the morning, the first tee times who are, you know, just battling for 60th place, you know, and showing all their hits going into the water during, you know, the the television broadcasts. So it kind of gives you a warped sense of 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 viewing of perspective. Yeah, of just how these players are playing and you think you know when you go out you're like i I should be hitting better shots and stuff like that and and you don't realize like even the best players in the game are hitting bad shots they're hitting into the water they're you know hitting into the bunkers they're not hitting the greens they're only i mean obviously their courses are set up a little bit harder than ours you know our us weekend warriors us amateur golfers for the most part um but like it's still like it's a tough game even for the best uh and and so seeing videos like that where where you get a healthy dose of bad shots is uh, it, it kind of brings it back down to earth a little bit i think at least it does for me oh yeah that's that's why i sent it over to you i was yeah. like i feel a lot better about myself yeah uh, yeah, that's fun to watch uh, from time to time. I mean, I obviously love seeing great golf shots. Oh yeah, we all do. But you, you gotta you gotta watch both sides. You know, you gotta you gotta watch the news from both angles. Yeah, right. Exactly. Um, yeah. Um, so and then so you won that one, and then uh, my uh, my Greg Greg coach missed the cut with seven over. Uh, Denny McCarthy ended up making the cut, but ended up finishing at ten over. And uh, tie him for 61. He actually beat both of our dark horses. <laughs> well. Well, what do you know? How about that? But oh, since oh, your guy, oh. since uh, Greggy boy missed the cut, you you won that one. So you won yeah. two out of the three picks last week. So congratulations on that. 
I'm just happy that it wasn't a sweep. Yeah. But uh-huh. time now, time to maybe redeem myself here. Yeah, now the players. Remember two years ago, this, this was the start of uh, the players was the tournament. That That's they, true. When COVID yeah. changed the world. They played, uh, they played that first round or, or in the middle of that first round on Thursday is when it, yeah. it just stopped. They were like, we, we gotta, Everything got to cancel. Cancel, yeah. And COVID, COVID officially hit the golf world basically and uh so, yeah well and a little bit reminder and but now they're back and they're playing for a big stack of cash oh, 20 million dollars it just keeps getting bigger and bigger it's the it's the unofficial fifth major yeah yeah, it, uh, it should be. It's. It, I love this tournament. You know, again, each tournament, it's kind of. It feels like it's getting closer and closer to our season. But um, no, the players has always been special to me. I mean, I love some of those iconic three finishing holes. Yeah, they're just, you know, kind of. Everybody, everybody, even non-golfers know about the island green. Right. Yeah. Like, it's just so iconic. And, I mean. This has got to be. I mean, we can all go play this course. Like, yeah, if you got the money, <laughs> it's a lot of money. But, it's, it's but yeah, available. it's public. It's it's like Pebble Beach. It, it's public. You can you can get a tee time. Um, it costs a lot of money, but you can you can do it. <laughs> and most that the, the, those two you just mentioned are right at, on my list. I I would I would play it tomorrow if. Oh yeah, absolutely. Good, absolutely. Yeah, I. Uh, yeah, I would, I would be interested to see how I would do on that island green, because it's—I yeah. mean, it's not—it's not a far shot. You know, it's like 130 yards, something like that. Yeah. But it's just—it's intimidating. Oh, there's no wind. It's yeah, right. It's intimidating. Yeah. Especially, especially, you know, Sunday afternoon tournament on the line. Yeah. That would be. That would be an interesting feeling. I don't know if I would be. I don't know if I'd be able to feel my hands in that situation. Yeah. Yeah, it's just a different world. I mean, that's what they do. That's their job. Yeah. The pros, like, I mean, they right. Just, but just, if they just plopped me into that situation, yeah, just me, just like, yeah. Well, hey, uh, you know, my my arm's not feeling great, Clay. Why don't you just hit this ball for me? Why don't Are you, you sure? take a celebrity shot for me? Can you do yeah. that? Are you sure? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll, we're gonna allow it, right? We're now. gonna allow it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. I'm leading by one shot. You better not mess this up. Oh Don't god. Fuck it up. Oh god. Oh. Oh god. <laughs> I'd probably miss the ball. <laughs> Just I, I take like bet, a. He would I would bet I would feel <laughs> some pretty intense nerves when if I so you 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 know we talk about it now. It's you know we 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 put the. The, the golf on a pedestal um, this course and so you you travel down there you get to the course you shell out whatever 500 bucks and you really I mean it's really about you want you want to play that hole and so you get there and I'm sure all of us are going to be nervous oh yeah just I mean you don't have seven or fifty thousand people watching you no and however many million online are on on TV and with, I mean, the pride of winning the tournament on the line, but 
I don't know. They're also they're they're a little more used to it than we are. Yeah. But there, some of them are going to put it in the water, guaranteed. Absolutely. Yeah. There's always a there's always a nice nice tracker that they do for yeah. balls in the water <laughs> throughout the tournament. Yeah. Like like keeping track of that. Uh, there's also been uh, I used to do some uh, some. Some like uh, what, are, what are they called? Not raffles. Um, betting. I I'm might huh? Pop bet. Maybe I don't know. My mind is blanking, but you know where you where you kind of pick how many balls would go into the water, and then the person. I was just pick. googling that that we should bet on that. Like, uh, but yeah, they're called propositional prop. Okay. I'm like, not I'm not much of a gambler, so like who's who's gonna win the it's coin toss? Who's gonna win the coin toss at the Super Bowl? Yeah. Um. Yeah, I remember a couple of years. I would there were there were some communities that kind of did those or, or ran ran some things like that, and I kind of joined in and made some guesses. Oh yeah, they definitely track this. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Um. So, how many do you think the last? Last year, I feel there was there was not very many that went into the water, from what I remember. Like it was definitely below average last year. We'll see in last year. So it's showing twenty twenty one. It's only showing round one at thirty five, which is really high. But then it's TBD on the other three days. And I I feel like there was a lot on the first round, but then there's like barely any the the rest of the rounds. It's just odd. It's the only year for the last eighteen years that they don't have all three, all four rounds tracked out. Um, so, twenty nineteen there was forty five, and then eighteen fifty four, and twenty seventeen sixty nine. So, I mean, it's somewhere between twenty and sixty years. No, two thousand seven was ninety three. So, that's something we could bet on. I say we do it. Yeah, you do it. Want to do that to, in addition to making picks? Well, do you want to do you want to do that as uh, or substitute it into like rather than do a dark horse, do that, or rather than do a trunk slammer, do that? Yeah, I I guess so. I would say instead of the trunk slammer, trunk slammer. Okay, so instead of trunk slammer this week, we'll do. Um, Balls hidden to the water, total for the tournament, and uh, it'll just be whoever gets closest. We're not gonna we're not gonna do prices right rules. No, no, no. Whoever's closest. Okay, we'll do that then. All right, so we got big name to win, dark horse, and guess how many balls are gonna hit into the water. So I got first pick this week. Yeah, you sure do. All right. Players, first pick. Man, you know what? I think um, I think I think he's going to be a little jacked up this week after having a great first round last weekend or last week at the Arnold Palmer Invitational and then and then kind of get his butt kicked a little bit and then he had some post-tournament words about the setup of the course and everything. 
talking about uh, you know how important this players tournament is. <sighs> I I think uh, I think he's ready. I think he's got some extra motivation. He's he's won this uh, he's won this event in the past. I think he's going to win it again. We're going to go with uh, Rory McIlroy. Rory McIlroy. Rory McIlroy. I'm T. So he will be my my big name man to win this twenty million dollar purse. Although he won't get all twenty million. It's more like two million. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Um. All right, I'm gonna start this party with a, uh, a guy who's been playing well this year. Um, you know, he just got he's got the full game. He's one of the best iron players the la- over the last year or two. I mean, I I love his swing and his overall game. But uh, Colin Morikawa. All right. Um, yeah, hey, uh, I think he's he's due to have a good showing here. It's and it's a major, and you know they don't call him Major Kawa for nothing. <laughs> they don't. Um, well, I don't want to take Jason Day from you because I'm not picking Jason Day. I picked him last week. I don't pick two oh, in a row. Oh yeah, you don't do two in a row. Yeah, well, just a personal rule. And I know he didn't technically play, but I still picked him. So it's a personal rule, not doing him. So if you want to pick him, go ahead. It's up to you. No, balls no, in your court. No. Don't no, don't no, let no. me prevent you from picking who you want to pick. Uh, I'm going to go with one of my other favorite players. We, we haven't seen his name. We hasn't, just haven't seen him recently um, at the top of any leaderboards, but um, I mean, he's, he's always lurking. He's just any, any given week, he can bring it right back to the top. It's Justin Thomas. He sure can. It's not really much of a, not really much of a dark horse, but, uh, <laughs> well, I'll, the, this I'll is a major. We don't usually do dark horses know, and majors. <laughs> uh, all right. Okay. That's fine. No big deal. So do whoever you want. Who Who am I going to put up this against This is a major Justin week. We're, we're, we're officially making this the fifth major. This is the fifth major according to the Downswing Golf Podcast. Yeah. We make our own rules here. Damn right. All right. Well... The defending champ, Justin Thomas. Who am I going to put up to face the defending champion? Oh, man. You know what? We're going to go with a guy who's been playing well as of late. Uh, we're going to go with... I've, I don't think I've picked him in a while. We're going to pick him here. We're going to go with a good old Victor Hovland. Ooh, I was actually going to pick him, too. That, that was my... That was my dark horse. It was not dark either. <laughs> I mean, I have some dark horses if I really want to, but I think uh, Victor is a good matchup for Justin Thomas. All right. In this tournament. So then. All right. Balls hit into the water. Uh, whew, here we go. Bringing it back. Let's let's see here. We're going to go. Hmm. 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 This year, I feel like I feel like I heard the weather's not going to be great either, which could uh could be kind of crazy. We're gonna go with you know what? We're gonna go with forty two. 
42 balls in the water this year over the course of the tournament. At 17. Yeah, I did hear that the uh, wasn't going to be that that good either. Um, I was going to just go right even number 50. All right. So somewhere in that ballpark. Yeah, I mean it's uh, uh it since since the year two thousand three, there's been a wide range of balls in the water. We've had uh, a lowest of twenty eight in twenty fourteen, and we've had the highest of freaking ninety three in two thousand seven. So <laughs> like, we'll see. We'll see. It's somewhere in that we're both we're both in that range somewhere. Yeah. There it is. Should be a fun week. I love watching this tournament. Yeah. Great tournament to watch. Great finishing holes. Exciting. Once again, it's basically the fifth major. Not basically anymore. Oh that's right. How soon I forget. It's officially it's it's the Downswing Golf Podcast official. It's the fifth major. Yep. So Good luck to all the players playing in this week's major. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, um, yeah, if you got warm weather, too, go out, hit some balls. And if, you're, if your wrist is feeling good. Yeah, also if your wrist is feeling good. If you're healthy, hit some balls. Uh-huh. Maybe I'll do some one-handed putts. <laughs> there you go. But thanks, thanks for listening. Hope you enjoyed it. We'll see you next week when we recap the fifth major but until then stay safe make good decisions and nick peace love and birdies yeah Arno palmer is the master's champion of 1960 expect anything different it's just not a fair fight no it really isn't roger <laughs> i mean that is phenomenal oh it's not a cut that's a slice and it's a good one too huh.